What is up, everybody? It's Robert and Austin back with another weekly insight, this one number 11. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about overcoming obstacles and overcoming barriers. And there's a lot of different ways you can overcome them, but a lot of times it might not seem clear at the time. Um, And that's something that Austin and I have learned through our experiences with gas money is uh, you're going to have a lot of obstacles, whether you're going into a career or starting a business. And really the first step in uh, learning to overcome any obstacles that might arise is believing that you can. So that's going to be a large focus of this podcast. And uh, we're just going to also talk about our own experiences in uh, overcoming adversities, uh, learning new ways to kind of work around different challenges and just navigating the business world in general. Yeah, I think I want to start out with, um, and we talked a little bit before this podcast about this, but um, the emotion of fear and that feeling of fear, that fear of failure, that fear of you know, not, anything not working out or something, you know, you falling short um, of making a certain decision or going for something in life. And uh, to honestly just relate it to today and the past uh, few weeks, we've been doing um, a few speeches about our mission and um, different things like that with the Gas Bunny brand and also trying to um, teach the lessons that we've learned throughout our process through Gas Bunny and growing the business. And I think it definitely started out, um, there was a lot of fear involved, at least for me. And uh, I'd like to hear you talk about that too. But, you know, I was never good at getting up um, in high school or anything like that. Whenever we were forced to do a presentation in front of the class, um, I always overthought certain uh, certain things that I was going to say. I didn't say certain things because I didn't, I had that fear of how people were going to react. Um, and it comes down to the fear of failure. And that's what we bring up a lot in our presentation. And unfortunately, the fear of failure takes over a lot of people's lives whenever they're um, in pursuit or wanting to be in pursuit of something that's going to bring them happiness, bring them fulfillment um, in, in, in their life entirely. And I think a lot of it uh, definitely is parallel to the fear of what people think. And we also talk about that too, um, you know, with our listeners being younger, uh, going through high school, going through college, you're going to obviously be thinking about, you know, what people think of you, what you're wearing. A lot of it obviously is in co- or, uh, high school and before that. But, you know, having having that fear of just getting up in the morning and, and going to school, what shoes you're going to wear and things like that. Um, but in reality, a big way to, at least for myself, uh, to get over these certain fears that I've mentioned is realizing that everybody has their own problems. Everybody has their own issues and fears and emotions. Um, and realistically, they don't really care that much about yours and they don't really care that much about what you are doing um, in a sense of what you're wearing, uh, you know, you stuttering during a speech or missing a point or, uh, you know, clearing your throat at a weird time and sounding your, your voice cracking. Um, they don't really care about that. And they care about you uh, in the points where you make great value. They care about, um, you know, if you're in a position like we are right now with providing value to younger people or even value to uh, anybody that's listening or listens to the presentations that we do. Um, It's putting ourselves in that mindset that we're trying to provide value and then almost tricking our brain that they want to absorb that value. So then that's that's a huge way that I've been able to hurdle that fear factor and just uh, put everything into it. Exactly. And social fear, um, that's one of the main ones that really comes to mind, especially like as a high schooler or like Austin and I were just out of high school. Uh, he's 21, I'm 20. And, you know, there's a lot of social situations that you'll find yourself in where the people around you might have different beliefs or the people around you might have different life goals and they'll be looking at your goals and maybe disagreeing with them or uh, thinking that you won't be able to accomplish them. 
Um, so that's one step of kind of those barriers. And that's really the first uh, major barrier you need to overcome is that social barrier where, like Austin said, you have to realize that um, everybody has their own problems and their own struggles. And uh, realistically, nobody's really paying that much attention to you uh, until you succeed. And you'll either have people that believe in you um, once you succeed and support you, or you'll have people that uh, disagree with you or so-called haters. And um, regardless of who you attract through your success, um, you have to kind of learn that as a result of your um, getting over that social fear, you, that's going to transfer as you continue to succeed. And if you keep that same mindset, you'll learn to almost love the haters in a certain way. I mean, there's been a lot of people um, with gas money who have thought that what Austin and I is, are doing is stupid or it's not going to work out. And obviously right now um, we're still working on accomplishing that major goal of uh, growing gas money across the nation and trying to impact as many people as possible. Um, but overcoming that first major obstacle, uh, especially since we launched this company in high school, um, was one of the, the first things that we had to do because if we would have let the fear of judgment and the fear of people thinking that we're doing something weird or that we're not going to succeed uh, stop us from actually going for it, then we would have never been here on a podcast right now uh, telling you guys these things right now. Uh, and then another thing um, that comes along uh, that's usually more challenging to overcome are uh, physical barriers. And what I say by that is uh, maybe you want to go into a, uh, a certain business, but you don't have the experience around it or you don't have the financials to support yourself. Or maybe the competition is just so high that it looks like there's very little chances of success. And obviously with sports or with uh, music, that's usually generally true because there's such a high amount of people that are going for that. And usually you only hear about the top uh, 1% or even a quarter of a percent that actually make it. So um, that's another major obstacle that we want to talk about is kind of that idea that you can accomplish more um, that you think you can. And it really just comes down to confidence and a good amount of dedication. And when you mix those two together, it really uh, eliminates that that fear in a way, even if that fear is still present. Um, and to kind of simplify it a little bit, if, if there's something that you want to do and you have the confidence to do it and you're willing to put in the amount of work, blood, sweat, and tears that you need to do in order to accomplish that, um, regardless of how much fear you have, that's in a way making your mindset kind of ignore that fear and just go for it. And a lot of times the, the worst part about fear is the fear itself. And um, a lot of times the mind can trick you into thinking that there's more things that will go wrong that actually will end up going wrong. So it really just comes down to um, what aspect of a business or what aspect of a career you're trying to work on and realizing that if you can frame your mindset in a positive way, um, that'll help kind of eliminate that fear. And then obviously um, one of the biggest ones that we had specifically with gas money and it usually comes with any business, is uh, financial obstacles. And basically how we solved this problem is we actually started gas money as a way to start making money, start earning some gas money. And at the time, obviously starting a business, everybody thinks, oh, you need to invest at least a couple thousand dollars to get a business going. Uh, but in Austin and I's case, we started gas money with a cheap pair of lawnmowers. I think we probably spent like $40 in total. And I mean, even for um, for some people in the high school situation, $40 can be a lot of money. But there's a lot of different ways uh, that you can start making money on your own. Um, a lot of creative, like creativity involved, a lot of creative aspects of finding ways to make money and then um, kind of using that to support yourself. So um, once you start making money, it kind of lessens the fear of taking financial risks. And that's another big thing as a young business owner is now is the best time to be taking risks involved with business or um, starting things out because if they don't succeed, you always have other options. Whereas if you wait until 
uh, you're in your 30s or 40s or even later on in life, you wanted to start a business. Um, there's a lot more financial backing for that business because you now have money coming in. But at the same time, you don't have as much uh, dedication or time to allocate towards it because uh, you're so focused on earning money and doing your job. So that's something that Austin and I found with starting a business in high school is it really helps elevate that confidence and really elevate that drive um, and almost get rid of that fear in a sense where the fear is still there, but your passion for going for your idea and putting that work in is outweighing that fear and that ends up resulting in uh, positive results. Yeah. And I want to reiterate uh, when you brought up the time uh, factor. So obviously there's money, you know, financial reasons, but also, you know, you can look at time as uh, uh, financiality or that's not a word, but you can you can look at your time as something that you can spend just like, um, you know, like money. And I think when you really break it down, you know, whatever you're going through in life, if you're, uh, you know, super busy with high school, with sports, with extracurricular activities, um, with different events, uh, with, with, you know, your, your ideas and your thoughts about the future and trying to go to different colleges um, and look at colleges and figuring out your finances for how you're going to pay for it. Um, you know, that's just lists off quite a few of things, which can be a very busy time. And even going through college, you know, you have a, a maybe a part-time job that takes up, which you may think that takes up all of your time outside of school. But in reality, if you really, really, really break down how much time you're spending on things, you have a lot more time than what you really could imagine. Um, and to really explain that a little bit further, uh, we've talked to a lot of people nowadays and we see it all over the internet um, with people, you know, they, they have this great idea, they have this great passion for something, but they just think that they have no time to spend on it. They have no time to pursue it. And in reality, um, you know, with social media, I feel like this comes up with almost every podcast, but with social media today, with YouTube, with Netflix, with Hulu, uh, with all of the things that you can do online, um, it makes it very, very easy to spend that time that you could actually be spending on being productive and pursuing your goals and aspirations. Um, and I think there was some breakdown where, um, you know, I wish I had it off the top of my head, so I'm not going to say it. Um, but the, the average of people that actually are streaming and binge watching Netflix on the daily is it's a it's an insane number. Um, so when you really break it down, you know, look at your life. You can look at all of the different things that you're doing, how much time you're spending on each one of them. Um, and obviously, you know, make sure you prioritize certain things that you are spending a lot of time on, you know, such as education, um, such as making some extra money to provide that money for whatever you're doing in life. Uh, you got to have fun. You got to spend time doing that. But also with all of that aside, I know um, just to all the all the listeners, I bet you could come up with a long list of certain things that you have uh, every day or every week or every month. Um, but in reality, I truly believe that 99% of you can find some extra time and it might even range from an hour to maybe even six to seven hours a day of extra time that you could free up. Uh, that will be your your priority then. That will be your pr uh, productivity time. And that's another huge part of, of the barrier of entry, when in reality, it might be a very, um, a much lower uh, gate or barrier that you can jump over much easier with just taking out certain things in your life and replacing them with, um, you know, pursuing whatever you want to pursue. So I think that that's what I wanted to bring up with the time aspect for sure. Yeah, and kind of relating it to time, uh, it, it almost comes down to your mind is your greatest enemy or it can be your greatest asset. 
And especially in terms of overcoming barriers, um, there's a lot of barriers that you'll need to overcome that are actually uh, just made up by yourself, basically. Like Austin was saying, uh, based on your time management skills and based on your focus and based on your dedication, a lot of times you're able to accomplish a lot more than you think you can in the moment um, just because your mind is kind of limiting you in that sense where uh, you, you might want to watch Netflix when you could be working on something. And obviously it's okay to kind of indulge in that um, frequently, like not, not frequently, but every once in a while. Um, but if you say that, if you keep saying that you can't do something or you can't start a business because you don't have the time, you should really look at your time management and see if uh, maybe you cut out an hour of screen time each day and put it towards a certain task, if that would be able to help you accelerate your progress. Um, and it really comes down to also kind of ba balancing that mental health because obviously um, you can't just do work, work, work all the time. Um, some people do that and they do really well with it, uh, but everybody's different. So you have to kind of figure out uh, what a good work-life balance is, um, where work is working on a business or working on a product or working on something um, related to your career. And then the life would be more of just spending time with friends, uh, maybe watching TV, doing stuff like that. And it seems like a majority of people, especially in the United States, are more focused on, um, they have more value for that life aspect, uh, which is okay. Um, but if you're trying to start a business or you're trying to really, really excel in one thing, you're going to have to dedicate more time to the work aspect of it. And if you're really, really passionate about whatever it is that you're dedicating that time to, it won't seem like work. It'll seem more like a greater movement um, that's helping benefit your future. And um, like I mentioned, the mind, um, your mind specifically, is one of the greatest things that can hold you back. Um, but when you bring other minds into the picture, um, which in this case would be mentors, that can really, really help you overcome certain barriers, especially knowledge barriers. And that's the next thing I wanted to get into. Um, especially when you're a young adult. I mean, like I said, Austin and I are both in our early 20s. Uh, but even if you're in high school or middle school, there's a lot of things that you haven't learned yet that may be hindering your progress with a certain business that you're working on. Because a lot of the best ways that you can learn is through experiences. And the only way to get experience is by actually going out and doing things. So Austin and I actually just got done with a motivational speech today at a high school in Flint, Michigan. And I think this was our fourth one that we've done so far. And each time that we've done our speech, it's been more comfortable. It's been more confident. And we've felt better overall um, with each progressive speech that we've done. And a large part of that just comes from experience, where the first time we did our speech, I remember for the first, like, like three to four days at least, coming up to the speech, I was nervous. Like, I'd wake up, I'd go, man, like, I'm going to talk in front of high schoolers, uh, probably like 80 to 90 different people. And I'm going to have to make sure I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to have to make sure they enjoy it. I, I want them to get certain value from this speech. And all of those things at the time seemed like it could be uh, basically like do or die. Like if I don't perform well, then I'm going to get judged. I, it's not going to be good. We're never going to do it again. Um, but as we did each speech, what I realized is that, um, first of all, everybody was just happy to see us there. And I'm sure that everybody got at least some sort of value from the speech. But more importantly, we got more comfortable with it. And one of the best, like one of the biggest barriers uh, for when you're doing public speaking or when you're launching a business is learning how to communicate with people and learning how to perform in front of people. And that's something that really can't be taught. And obviously, there's certain uh, cues that you can use or certain things you can do to make yourself feel more comfortable and look more confident. Um, but for yourself to actually be more confident and be more comfortable, it really comes from that uh, experience that goes behind it. So using your own personal experiences, actually doing stuff, and then also talking to people have who have been through those experiences. Um, so like if you're trying to be a doctor, 
the best person you can talk to is a very successful doctor because they will give you the right advice related to the career that you're going into. Or if you want to start a merchandising company, talk to somebody who had a t-shirt business or talk to somebody who has a website and they'll be able to guide you in the right direction. So any obstacle that comes up, there's usually a solution uh, that you can either find on your own or that might be more difficult to find on your own but can be found through the internet or through other people. Uh, so just learn that you have more assets than just yourself um, and especially if you talk to different mentors or teachers or business professionals. A lot of people like helping each other out and it just takes the experience of being able to reach out to people and market yourself and talk to people and learn from them. Um, that's really what helps you succeed in life is, is being able to learn from those experiences so you can overcome obstacles that you would have had to figure out in the first place on your own um, but maybe there's other people who have already overcame those obstacles and can help save you some time in figuring out that process. And all of that goes hand in hand with the, you know, anything outside of business as well. I was just going to say the real world, but obviously business is in the real world. But um, it goes very, very hand in hand with, you know, starting a new job or, you know, getting into an internship and figuring out who to talk to, who's the higher up in the company or who's your boss, um, you know, building a relationship with people like that. Because obviously you probably got that job because unless you know unless it's a, a job at McDonald's or even like that though you know if you wanna if you wanna grow if you wanna pursue something bigger if you wanna get more confident in life um, and be able to talk to more people and build build relationships with people and uh, just know more people in general and have further knowledge even in a position like that if you get to know you know your manager well um, you, you can start to figure out certain ways to uh, benefit from that. And um, I'm not saying, you know, it's just a, uh, a take relationship, but you have to just give what you have, you know, work as hard as you possibly can, um, either, either either if it's at McDonald's or it's in a, you know, a larger company. And you will be rewarded if you build those relationships and also work as hard as you possibly can to then get to that next level and, um, you know, fight for that reward, fight for that promotion um, and I think that really, really helps with the whole knowledge aspect, that knowledge barrier, um, you know, just talking to, I mean, just an example, uh, Blaine, we actually had him on a different podcast, um, or I think he's going to be coming up on a, another one uh, as well. And he actually got into aerospace engineering and he went to his first biggest internship was about almost a year long at a uh, place called Sierra Space. And obviously he was a part of, I think it was six or seven interns at that company. And he was able to meet, you know, the, the CEO, the CTO, I believe he said a couple more um, C-suite position people. And I bet he learned, I had conversations with him. He learned so much about, first of all, the industry. Uh, second of all, just different little knowledge about kind of tricks of the trade, you know, who to talk to, who to, who to work with. Um, how to work in certain atmospheres like that, no pun intended with the space joke, but um, basically just that's that it kind of shows um, in any different part of life, uh, not just in business, but obviously in business, um, building relationships can also build your knowledge base on an extreme level um, to get to that next step in life. And it really comes down to um, talking to the people that have went through it and that have had certain issues that you won't have to go through and you won't have to solve because they've already solved that for you. So it's it's digging as much as you can um, out of certain people, having that interest in certain people that have already done what you want to do or are pursuing it at the same time. And I think that's another thing that Rob and I have learned. Um, if you're going into business, find a partner. I mean, obviously it's difficult, 
but um, it can help a lot. You know, you can have different skills than they have, which that's exactly how we work. You know, um, just uh, financially, Rob's better with numbers. Um, I'm sometimes better at, uh, you know, talking to people shamelessly and just trying to get the word out there with um, brand awareness. And so it go, it, everything goes hand in hand. And I think that can really help uh, with furthering your own business and then also furthering each other uh, as the business grows with uh, both of you in a, uh, or, or a group of you as partners in business. And then also as partners, if you're in just a community in a company um, and, and working with your coworkers in a better way than just seeing them at work, uh, saying a couple words to them to get a project done and then on to the next thing. Um, it's all about building that relationship and it really helps break down the barriers for the next step in your life. Exactly. And just to wrap it up, there's always going to be certain barriers or obstacles that you're going to have to overcome no matter what you do in life, no matter how big or small your aspirations are. There's always going to be challenges that come up. And uh, generally, there's always a solution to a certain problem. Uh, it just takes the right dedication and the right work to be able to find that. So um, just to kind of wrap this podcast up, the best way um, to start out by overcoming obstacles is to first uh, kind of reshape your mindset where if there's a problem that comes up, um, you have to kind of figure it out on your own where you, first of all, believe that you can over overcome that problem. And then um, secondly, take the steps to actually do that. And usually those steps involve reframing your mindset, um, looking for new opportunities, and most of all, just reaching out to people and making connections. And you'll be very surprised at how powerful um, the impact of a mentor or learning from other people can actually be. And when you really look at it, any of the successful people that are millionaires or just have large influence, I have over had to overcome many, many obstacles that we don't generally hear about. And usually we just hear about the successes. But um, everybody who's successful has had multiple failures. They've had multiple times where uh, they felt like quitting. But the one reason that you know their name today is because they didn't quit. They kept going for it and they didn't let failure um, stand in their way to the road to success. Uh, so as we always say, um, we really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, feel free to turn on notifications. We're going to keep doing these weekly insights. And we're also going to have a new Gas Money Mention coming on within the next week. So um, be looking out for that. And we hope you enjoyed. And like we always say at the end of our podcast, go get that gas money. <laughs>